Good morning, I'm Andrea Figuera, and this is the World in 7 Minutes for Monday, October 10th, 2016. A debate more heated than ever. It all started one hour before, at a press conference organized by the Republican candidate. Three women have declared former President Bill Clinton responsible in the past of sexual abuse against them, while a fourth accuser who was 12 when she was raped in Arkansas in 1975, said that Hillary Clinton was the defense lawyer of the 41-year-old rapist. Shortly after, the two candidates entered the debate hall, but did not even shake hands before starting to answer the questions. The first subject has been the misogynistic statement of Donald Trump. Then Hillary Clinton decided to attack not only on behalf of women, but of all Americans he offended. But the tycoon has belittled the content of the recording, saying that it's just Looker's Room talk, while recognizing not to be proud of it, arguing that that's not what matters to voters in an era in which we have the ISIS, terrible massacres and wars in the world. The topic has quickly moved into the scandal of the mail disappeared when Hillary Clinton was the Secretary of State. The Republican candidate has promised an investigation if elected president and accused the Republicans who sit at the Congress for not having done more. Then the audience raised uncomfortable questions for both candidates, health reform, immigration, taxes and the war in Syria. The duel ended with a final question from the audience who asked if there is something that candidates respect one another. Question that showed the human side of the two contenders. Hillary said to respect his children, considering them incredibly able and devoted, something that, as a mother and a grandmother, is very important to her. Trump has done a better compliment, saying that, even if he disagrees with much of what she is fighting for, he considers her a woman who fights hard, doesn't quit and doesn't give up, traits that he respects. Still talking about elections. Friday, the US government formally accused Russia of a campaign of cyber attacks against Democratic Party organization for the November 8th presidential election. The statement by the Department of Homeland Security and the Office of the Director of National Intelligence did not directly blame the Russian government for the attacks, but believes, basing on the scope and sensitivity of these efforts, that only Russia's high-ranking officials could have authorized these activities, originated in most cases from servers operated by a Russian company. In the meanwhile, Russia deploys nuclear-capable missile to Kaliningrad, a territorial enclave bordering Poland and Lithuania. Lithuanian Foreign Minister Linas Linkevicius said that the deployment not only increases tension in the region, but also possibly violates international treaties, which limit deployment of ballistic missile of range of over 300 miles. While Poland and Estonia are highly concerned about the situation, viewing the move as part of a Moscow attempt to dominate the Baltic Sea. But the Kremlin's response was not long in coming. The deputy head of the Defense Committee in Russian's Federation Council, Franz Klintsevich, said that there is nothing to fear from the move, since the deployment is part of a drill, and he noted that Russia is not at war with anyone. Russia Defense Ministry spokesman Igor Konashenkov said in a statement that what's happening in Kaliningrad is not an exception to drill conducted across the country adding that the relocation of the Iskander system was not making a big secret. Indeed, they have exposed one ballistic missile right under a US spy satellite in order to verify parameters of that space apparatus. Parameters that have been confirmed by the immediate reaction of the US counterparts. 
military tensions are increasing also in Pakistan, where an anti-Indian protests erupt in Kashmir after security forces killed a 12-year-old boy shooting him in the head. The boy's death sparked widespread anger and clashes between protesters and security forces at various places. Foreign office claimed that the cold-blooded murder of the boy was the worst example of state terrorism of the Indian government, adding how the people of Kashmir are demanding their fundamental human rights, especially the right to self-determination, in accordance with UN Security Council resolutions. Because the human rights violations, growing atrocities and genocide in Kashmir should be a matter of concern to the international community and the UN, and warrants an immediate intervention to stop the bloodshed in the region. Now let's move in Africa, more precisely in Ghana, where the foreign ministry decided to relocate Mahatma Gandhi's statue installed at the university in Accra to a safer place, after a group of lecturers and students launched a petition, alleging that the preeminent leader of the Indian independence movement was racist. Gandhi lived in South Africa at the beginning of the 20th century, working as a legal representative of the descendants of Indian traders. But many historians say Gandhi, at least not early in his career, was no believer in equality between races. Indeed, the petition cited some of his letters, written during his time in South Africa, as evidence that he advocated for the superiority of Indians over black Africans, referring to black people as kafirs, a deeply offensive term. One last story. Creepy clown scare spreads through the world. It seemed the plot of the novel It by Stephen King, but the phobia of clowns, also known as colorophobia, begins in late August in Greenville, South Carolina, where reports of creepy clowns trying to lure children to the woods first originated. Since then, creepy clowns have been reported roaming around more than 20 states, from Ohio to Connecticut, where it has been even imposed a ban on dressing up as clowns. In some cases, the scary encounters have been harmless or simply bad jokes but the police take this very seriously. Almost 30 people have been arrested in clown-related crimes, charged of harassment and terroristic threats. One of the last cases occurred on Monday, in the Merrimack College in North Andover, Massachusetts, when the campus has been locked down after receiving reports of an arbed clown. These strange events led Tuesday night hundreds of students of the Pennsylvania State University to take matters into their own hands, gathering to clown hunting, even though there was no credible reports of clown on their campus. In the meantime, the clown phenomenon spreads through Australia and the UK, where there have been numerous reports of clown acting in creeping way around Gloucestershire. That's all for today. Subscribe or follow the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud or Twitter. And visit the website at thewordin7minutes.com. As always, thanks for listening.